Good morning and welcome to Red Wave Radio. I'm Dick Miller, the chairman of the Ada County Republican Party. I'm joined with the chairman of the Idaho GOP, Tom Luna. Good morning, Tom. We are on KIDO in the Treasure Valley, 580 AM, 107.5 FM, and on KLIX, where we'll be this weekend, Twin Falls area, right, Tom, for the- Exactly, yes. Big state convention. Another uh, scorcher, but a nice Saturday, and we're joined right now uh, with our first guest, Dan McKnight, who's the chairman of Idahoans to bring our troops home. And uh, Tom, you remember he was also the GOP Volunteer of the Year in 2020, and he last appeared on our show on September 18th, 2021. So he's going to be updating us on what he's been doing. So good morning to you, Dan. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Vic. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thank you. Better than we deserve. So, Dan, uh, quickly remind people of your involvement with Bring Our Troops Home and why this cause is so personal to you before we get into why, um, you know, what you're doing in Las Vegas. Sure. Real quick, uh, uh, my organization that I founded and I'm the chairman of, it's called Bring Our Troops Home. We're an organization that is comprised mostly of veterans of the global war on terror who have decided that we have enough skin in the game and enough credibility that we can influence the direction of U.S. foreign policy and restrain the use of the military to the purposes that it's designed for. And that if we were going to go fight in overseas wars and put our boots on the ground, then first Congress must do their job and declare war, which is required by Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution. And something we haven't done in almost 80 years. Congress has completely abdicated, abdicated that responsibility to the executive branch And the end result of that has been endless and undeclared wars with no oversight, with no clear mission, and with uh, repeat deployments to the same countries, same conflicts over and over again. Uh, Everyone, you're listening to Red Wave Radio with Dan McKnight, who is the chairman of Idahoans to bring our troops home. So, uh, Dan, you are in Las Vegas at an event called Freedom Fest 2022. Uh, What is happening there at Freedom Fest? Yeah, this is a a giant convention of people from all around the world. Um, that come to Las Vegas uh, in kind of a big tent event. And we come here with the the purpose of having attendees um, have a greater and deeper understanding of freedom on important social issues. Uh, We have open conversation, debate, and civil dialogue and discourse. And we're trying to bring people together from various backgrounds and see different points of view and have a, a better understanding of how that applies to our freedoms and our liberty here in the United States. So, Dan, you will be participating, I believe, in several panel discussions and including one that's titled The Problem of NATO, the Impact of Ukraine and Russia on Foreign Policy. So who's going to join you on that committee and what message will you try to convey as a member of that panel? Yeah, there's going to be some great people sitting on that panel. And I apologize, I don't have my notes here in front of me who they are, but the, 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 probably the, the biggest influence on that panel alone um, is uh, the director of antiwar.com and one of the greatest free thinkers on U.S. foreign policy uh, in, in our history. His name is Scott Horton. He's written several books, uh, including one that brought me out of a political slumber. Um, I read his book, um, Fool's Errand, while I was on my honeymoon in the Dominican Republic. And uh, up until that point, I'd been numb to politics after I got back from Afghanistan. And his book kind of awoke this Uh, giant inside of me and decided it was time for me to do something because I was tired of seeing my brothers go back to their fifth, sixth, or seventh combat deployments to the same conflict that I, that I'd fought in. 
And so Scott and I will be sitting on that panel, but some of the big names are here. Uh, Steve Forbes is here and John Cleese, you know, of, uh, of Monty Python and Fish Called Wanda fame. He's a, what I would call a disenfranchised liberal who loves liberty and freedom. And he's kind of a free thinker. Uh, Justin Amash, Senator Rand Paul, Ben Stein, Lisa Kennedy from Fox News, Senator Mike Lee, James O'Keefe. Uh, but of course, the biggest draw uh, in Las Vegas this weekend is going to be yours truly, me. Dan McKnight. There That's you go. Right. And Dan, I think you're even on a panel with John Cleese, aren't you? There, yes, we have an opportunity. John and I have sit down with, uh, there's going to be, I think, eight people total on the panel where we just get to free, free ball and free uh, discuss any topic of, of, of focus. Um, obviously, the big topic in the foreign policy realm is what's going on in Ukraine and how our, um, our current president of the United States is going to drag us kicking and screaming into an armed conflict in Eastern Europe um, with or without congressional approval. And we're talking about what can be done to, to stop that and to keep that type of a thing happening, um, regardless of who the executive is, whether it's somebody we like or somebody we hate. No single man or woman should have the authority to take our nation into a state of war without the approval of Congress, which is the way our founding fathers uh, designed it. Well, folks, we're visiting with Dan McKnight. Uh, he's with uh, Bring Our Troops Home. He's currently in Las Vegas attending a Freedom Conference, and we're visiting with him about the role he's going to play there. Uh, uh, Dan, um, I want to uh, all, all the work that you described, and you're a patriot. Uh, you're involved in many different, very important uh, efforts. And another one of those we want to visit with you about is talk to us about your Defend the Guard legislation project. I know it's had some conversations with law, uh, lawmakers here in Idaho, but it's an effort happening across the country. Talk to us about what that effort is and what you hope to accomplish. Certainly. Yep. Defend the Guard is a, is a state-centric um, 10th Amendment response to a runaway U.S. foreign policy and the involvement of the military. And in essence, what Defend the Guard legislation says is that the state National Guard uh, will not deploy to overseas foreign combat unless Congress has first done their job and declared war. This is a very, very basic one-page bill um, with language that is so clear uh, in the Constitution that it shouldn't even be required. But because Congress has abdicated their role and, and the executive branch has usurped their uh, Congress's role, um, this bill is necessary to keep 54% of the military force, which is the National Guard, from deploying unless we get back in alignment with the way things are supposed to be done. And this started a few years ago in West Virginia with uh, the, the creator of this. His name is uh, Pat McGeehan. He's a delegate out there. And we picked up the, the charge after meeting Pat. And uh, our first effort, we got it into two states, Idaho and uh, West Virginia introduced. It didn't pass. And that was three years ago. And now we were at over 40 states this year where we had the bill introduced in some form or in draft or in you know pre-committee discussions. Um, and so it, it's growing wildly and we're just spending almost every minute of our of our time um, educating lawmakers and citizens on the impact of what Defend the Guard would do to restrain um, a, a president who is prone to take us to war. So, Dan, we can anticipate uh, this uh, a bill coming in front of our legislature again in January? Uh, yes, absolutely. We've got uh, multiple sponsors or co-sponsors. Um, we've got a, a bill that's going to be in the House and a companion bill in the Senate. And we're going to attack this from both sides of the House. And we know that with the change in the Senate this, this last elective uh, uh, primary election, we know that things are going to move through the Senate a little more smoothly than they have in the past. I, I believe that we're going to have some real growth opportunities there. 
Um, never know if it's going to pass, but we're going to put every effort into it. And uh, it's going to take a time to educate. Well, we, we're going to make sure we have you on uh, after the session starts, after the first year, just get updates on this important bill. Uh, uh, we, we've got about four and a half minutes here, so I want to make sure we touch on a couple other things. Uh, you're, you're involved in another project that uh, involves uh, working on solving the southern U.S. border uh, crisis. Talk to us a bit about your work in that area. Certainly. The, the National Guard uh, is is created in the Constitution. Um, in the Defense Modernization Act in 1906, they actually codified the National Guard as the organized militia. And the militia clause in the Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, says that the militia can be called forward to repel, or excuse me, to enforce the laws of the Union, to repel an invasion, and to put down an insurrection. And so we feel it's the proper use of the National Guard to repel an invasion, whether it be uh, on either border or on either coast. And what's happening in the, in the southern border with all of the cartel mules uh, guiding people across the border illegally, we feel that that meets the constitutional definition of an invasion. And uh, Attorney General Brenovich in Arizona issued a 26-page opinion that it does, in fact, meet the constitutional definition of an invasion. And when that happens, certain when you have that declaration, certain things happen. Um, Article or Article Four, Clause Four of the Constitution says that the federal government must protect the states from an invasion. And if they do not do that, the states are required, not not, not they don't have the authority to. They're required to protect their own citizens' private property and safety. And so we feel that the, with that Attorney General uh, opinion, that all the states um, have a, a duty to to repel the invasion. So we've been asking legislators around the country to get official opinions from their attorneys general. And uh, you just saw what happened in Texas last week with Governor Abbott finally authorizing the use and calling it an invasion. And uh, county officials, sheriffs, local municipalities are all declaring an invasion and which is putting pressure on the executives at the state level and the executives at the federal level to do their job and protect the sovereign rights of American citizens. We're here with uh, Dan McKnight, who's the chairman of Idahoans to Bring Our Troops Home, also the GOP Volunteer of the Year in 2020. He's in uh, Las Vegas right now at Freedom Fest 2020. So, um, Dan, going right, going, going back a little bit on something you've already talked about. So, is there any other legislation that you think will emerge from uh, your efforts other than the one that you're advancing now? And of the 40 state houses that you have, have. Um, legislation and are you are you seeing any successes are you actually cracking uh cracking the code and actually getting some um some legislation legislation to be accepted and signed into law how's that progressing yeah it's it's moving we've had a couple uh votes one in west virginia it, it lost a house vote um by one vote we passed um a a a version of Defend the Guard in Texas unanimously through the Texas House, but they changed it and took the guts out of it in an administrative move, and it was really an ugly bill. Um, we've had several hearings in probably seven or eight states where we've had testimony from veterans and leaders and, and members of the foreign policy establishment and the National Guard um, sending generals to testify against us. It's been quite a, a display. Um, some other legislation we're working on is one called Cor uh, the Records Correction Act, where state National Guardsmen who are being kicked out of the military for not taking the COVID vaccine are getting an other than honorable discharge or a general discharge or a bad conduct discharge. And they're losing their benefits and their rights as veterans. And we're, we're proposing state legislation to correct that. If you, are, if you are kicked out of the National Guard for refusing a COVID vaccine, 
then their record should be amended to give them the honorable discharge and the benefits that they've earned. Dan, if people wanted to see uh, what your what uh, Idahoans to bring our troops home, or even you know just the the national effort on bring our troops home, is there a website they can visit, and can people actually donate to this? Sure. Yep. Bringourtroopshome.us. That's our main website, and that kind of links you to everything. Defendtheguard.us is specific to our legislation, and our donors club is called Ten Seven. That's T E N S E V E N Club.com. And 10-7 just signifies the uh, first day that American boots hit the ground in Afghanistan in 2001. Well, we've been joined by uh, Dan McKnight, who's the chairman of Idahoans to bring our troops home. And Dan, we're wishing you great luck there in Las Vegas on your panels. And, uh, and we'll see you uh, Saturday at the state convention. Thanks, Vic. Thank you, Tom. We'll be right back.